Remedy has cut a unique path through the games industry. Max Payne is its first big hit, but it no longer owns the IP. Since then, the studio has created good to great games that have failed to make a mark at retail. Alan Wake was the start of that trend back in 2010. Critics gave the Xbox 360 exclusive fairly high marks, but it wasn't enough to convince players to pay for it. A short spin-off was eventually released, but the series has been dormant ever since. Remedy's latest game, Control, exists in the same universe and has done even better with the press, earning Game of the Year nods in some circles. There's a live-action Alan Wake TV show in development, and rumors are flying that Epic Games is funding the long-awaited sequel. The game also celebrated its 10th anniversary with its Game Pass debut a year ago, so now the time is perfect to take it for another spin. Let's find out if Alan Wake is a Game Pass or a Game Fail. You're in this story now! Alan Wake has you following the titular writer as he attempts to take a vacation in the small town of Bright Falls to get his head straight after a creative slump. Instead, his wife is kidnapped and he ends up being hunted by mysterious shadow creatures. What the hell? The kicker is that all these events seem to be following the script of a book he hasn't yet written. You need to survive, save your wife, and figure out what is happening. The story has some interesting twists and turns, but it's hurt by some dumb decisions in the early going. It's okay to have a flawed main character, but these choices are so boneheaded that it leads to cognitive dissonance with the player. Mrs. Wake! Your... Your keys! Remedy has packed a lot of details into Alan Wake that make the town of Bright Falls feel both real and supernatural at the same time. Side characters act like actual people with their own quirks, despite the limited time dedicated to developing them. I am your biggest fan! The world is overrun with detail, and there are live-action FMV segments with excellent voice acting. And I'm glad so many of you could join me here at the Moorcock Institute. Both pre-rendered and real-time cutscenes are plentiful, and while neither look particularly bad, there's a huge disparity between the two that can be jarring. There are issues, but the production values generally hit their marks. Alice? Alice? Alan Wake is heavily inspired by TV shows like Twin Peaks, and the aesthetic bleeds into its structure. The game is comprised of episodes that begin with a recap and end with a placeholder for a credit sequence. The sheriff took me to the lake Alice and I had stayed at, but the cabin had disappeared. A lot of plot is relayed by Alan's constant narration, which saves Remedy a lot of time and money versus showing the story beats in-game. The gas station was my best bet. They'd have a phone I could use. You also find pieces of the pre-written script. They are a strange mix of recaps of the plot, additional details, and straight-up spoilers. Remedy's first attempt at a game-slash-TV show hybrid is interesting, but rough. Without any warning, I was blinded by a bright light. It's taken us a while to get to the gameplay of this thriller, and that's because it's secondary to the story. For all of the brave risks Alan Wake takes with its storytelling and presentation, it's a fairly standard third-person shooter. To destroy the shadow creatures, you must shine Alan's flashlight on them for a certain amount of time. It's interesting at first, but when the combat starts to heat up, it becomes extremely clunky. It's made worse by the flashlight having limited power and the fact that you can't even take aim without using up some of its juice. This encourages the player to simply run away from conflict, but the dodging feels off and the camera is slow. It's not a great option either. 
Dropping the difficulty down to easy makes the combat less frustrating, but then you realize that the game is exceedingly repetitive. Remedy's next two games push the template established by Alan Wake in different directions, and both are on Game Pass. Quantum Break includes a full separate TV show, but critics haven't been kind to it, and it's only included in the console version of Game Pass. Control focuses more on satisfying telekinetic gameplay to go along with its sci-fi story, and has received near-universal praise as a result. Beyond Remedy, Resident Evil 7 is a more polished shooter that gives you limited resources, even if its story is more horror than sci-fi. The Evil Within is another survival horror game that dabbles in that space. Blair Witch and The Medium lean more towards the adventure side of the action-adventure genre, but they are steeped in psychology just like Alan Wake. The comps are few, but they are also of relatively high quality. Now it's time to find out, is Alan Wake a game pass or a game fail? All of this, it's just a lot to take in. Alan Wake makes a bad first impression with its stupid protagonist and story-first design. It's one of those video games that belies its medium because the parts where you actually interact weaken its overall appeal. The story is interesting and the world is immersive, but eventually you have to actually play it. The combat feels like it's there to pad out its length instead of something that actively enhances the prose. Control is a much more polished and balanced take on the Remedy formula so we highly recommend playing that instead. If you want to learn the mysteries behind Bright Falls, you're better off watching a compilation of its cutscenes. Alan Wake is a game fail. For next week's show, the randomizer selects... Neon Abyss.